get after it. Welcome back to the water cooler. Where we cover everything you need to know to not sound like an asshole at work. And I'm sorry for the motherfucking wait. We missed it. We missed last night. We were going to cover this epic Chiefs-Eagles matchup. We missed it. It's no big deal. It ain't no problem. You know, one of the perks of working uh, for schools and in the in in the in the school uh, district is you get a whole week off for Thanksgiving. So that meant Sunday last night was basically a weekend still for me. You know, I'm just getting after it, and I got after it. You know, had to had to tuck myself into bed a little early. Didn't, didn't like get nine nine Fridays in a row. Yeah, exactly. Some shit like that. I love it. Hey, well, let's just get into it. We're going to go fucking power hour right now. It's Thanksgiving break. Everybody's got shit to do. We're going to recap the Sunday games, recap the Monday night game. Then we're jumping straight into next week, and we're going to run through all the games coming up. We're going to do it fucking rapid fire. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Are we starting with Monday night? You want to just go to the beginning? I think we got to start with Monday night, my man. Hold on. I want to save that. Let's go to the beginning. But before we do that, I know you're, you're a little pumped up right now. I need you to calm down. Yeah, before calm. we do that, breaking news from last week that we didn't get to cover because we were so quick to get on that Thursday night game. Joe Burr out for the year. Fucking mm-hmm. tragic. So, so sad. So sad. He, you know, great quarterback, continues to get injured. They need they need to shore up that line because he just takes too many hits and it adds up over time. All right. For this first game, the Pittsburgh Steelers go to Cleveland where the Browns win 13 to 10 to move to seven and three in second place in the division. And we got a resident Steelers fan in the house because Kyle V is at his parents' house. The big man, the Goldberg, Kurt Van Dyke is a Steeler fan. We're going live on air, sideline reporter getting this instant reaction. What do you have to say about the Steelers game? Steelers suck. Yeah, that's it. You done we with- have no offense. We have no offensive line. Our defense has been biting the big one, too. How do you feel about Kenny Pickett? <laughs> Any quarterback with the last name Pickett should not be allowed in the NFL. That's facts. All right, hey, sleep th- well. Way to keep it PG, Goldberg. I love that. <laughs> I know he wanted to say some way worse things about Kenny Pickett. All right. <laughs> Moving on, we got the Chicago Bears going to the Detroit Lions, where the Lions come from behind, score 17 in the fourth quarter to win 31 to 26. Yeah, a big comeback win for the Lions there because that was a huge spot where if they lose that game, um, you know, they're going to have trouble keeping pace in regards to seeding wise. Um, but they come back, uh, come from behind, and they find a way to get it done. Just huge performance. Goff looked awful most of the game, but he really delivered those last two drives. Yeah, historically, Goff very good at home. Three picks in this game. Looked like shit, but they got it done when they had to. Uh, David Montgomery got that last-second revenge touchdown. We called that one. I hope you bet it, everyone Mm -hmm. out there. And if you're Bears, you got to feel kind of good about it because – uh, fields looked good. Your your players looked good overall, and the coaching let you down. And Iberflus got to go. Instant instant answer. Don't need to explain the whole thing. But if it's me, I'm sticking with Fields and drafting around him with the picks. What are you doing? 
Me too. I'm getting a new, I'm getting an offensive coach in there, firing Iberflus and then drafting around him because he's, he's a stud. I don't think you find much better than him in the draft. Um, to be honest. Yeah. He's legit in my eyes. Next up, we got the chargers going to green Bay where the Packers pulled it off 23 to 20. You tried to tell me you were all over this fucking one, but I'm a big dumb idiot. Lost all three legs, my parlay. So it didn't really matter in the end. Packers moved to four and six chargers, four and six. Throw them both out the window. Who gives a shit? Yeah, both these teams suck, but the Packers sucked less this day. Another coach that's just got to go, Brandon Staley. He he he's got he's got to be gone. Get him out of there. I can't believe they haven't done it already. I I thought that that would be the nail in the coffin if they lost this game. They lost. They're probably out of the playoffs now. Terrible. Awful. Moving on, the Las Vegas Raiders going to Miami. And you know what they say, good teams win, but great teams cover. And the Raiders just did just that by losing by seven. And the spread was like 14. So, hey, that's a, what do they call it? That's a fucking, not a win, but like. Loser talk. That's what they call it. <laughs> you know what I fucking mean. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> no, you were on this game. You, I, I thought the Dolphins were going to cover because they have this tendency to, um, handle teams that they are much better than talent wise. But this, this showed me that Antonio Pierce is a pretty damn good coach. Cause they were in this thing. They had an opportunity, held the dolphins at six points in the second half. Just never let that offense get going. Their defense is actually pretty legit. Um, but man, Jalen Ramsey is a fucking baller and the dolphins with him getting back to full strength. Um, they're once again, looking kind of dangerous. And I know, they still haven't beaten like a top tier team. Um, chill. <laughs> but with that being said, that defense actually has some playmakers. And if the offenses click, if they're both clicking on the same day, they could beat anyone in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Their, their defense is filled with playmakers that they went out and got over the last couple of years. And they haven't all been there at the same time. If they are there and they're healthy and they're playing at their potential, watch the fuck out. Next up, the New York Giants go to Washington where they won 31 to 19 in a game that we were all over the commanders here. And the giants, Tommy fucking DeVito now has more multi multi touchdown games in the NFL than Kenny Pickett. Yeah, it's crazy. He, he also has more, uh, he also has more touchdown passes than Zach Wilson this season, which Ooh. is just another fun fact. Um, yeah. Tommy DeVito, man. But yeah, this game was a shocker. I didn't see, I had the, I bet the commanders in like three different, bets i put them in a teaser a parlay i was so confident in them just because of the way they've looked lately but man that defense sucked but also the offense just turned the ball over they turned it over five times it was just you can't you can't win games like that yeah talking about coaches on the hot seat ron rivera just not the guy he's a defensive-minded guy old school kind of guy Mm -hmm. the league's just going a different way yep Moving on, we got the Dallas Cowboys going to Carolina where they put it on the Panthers 33-10. to 10. It was never close. This is what the Cowboys do. They beat up on these bad teams. Yeah, they. Um, yeah, it was never too close, n- never to a point where they were concerned. But the, the Panthers, you know, it was it was 17-10 uh, to 10 going into the fourth quarter. They, they had it within striking distance, but realistically, you knew, like, you knew – they were never in trouble. The Cowboys were never in trouble. Um, just not enough talent over there. I, I, I'm not ready. I know you're over Bryce Young. I'm not ready to give up on him yet. Um, just due to the, the talent he has around him. With that being said, 
this is one we were definitely right on. The Cowboys do this to bad teams. Um, so to be expected there. Yeah, absolutely. And they got a big one coming up on Thanksgiving, though, so that should be fun. Not a big one. They play the Commanders, but Cowboys on Thanksgiving is just always a good time. Mm-hmm. Next up, the Tennessee Titans went to Jacksonville. Uh, another blowout. Jags won at 34-14. to 14. They moved to 7-3, and three, which is – uh, a half came back in the AFC sneaky team to watch in the AFC for the one seed, but we're a Texans pod over here. So we won't get to that yet. How do you feel? Yeah, we are, we are a Texans pod, but if, you know, not to look too far ahead, but if they do, if they were to beat the Texans next week, they would be in a spot where they have a pretty easy schedule. They could definitely get that one seed potentially. Um, but yeah, you know, they dominated. This was one I was, this was my this was my lock of the week for sure, and they came out and dominated. Uh, the Titans are not good. They they gotta go with a whole. They need a whole ass reset right now. Yeah, love Rabel. I don't think this is his fault at all. Um, but it might just be to a point where they say we just got to start fresh because this is just terrible to watch. Yeah, yeah. I I I think they keep Rabel around unless the Patriots move on from Belichick and he wants to go over there. Oh, that's yeah. a hot take right there. I love mm-hmm. that. And like you said, that's a huge game next week. Seven and three Jags versus six and four Texans. We'll get to it, but gosh dang, that's for the fucking division right there. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the said Texans. Cardinals go to Houston. Texans pull it off 21-16. But guess what, buddy? You were wrong. I was wrong. You you get the beer bet. Just... No, I don't think I did. It was minus five. We were both wrong. Oh, it was a push. Okay. It ended up going in my and maybe maybe the listeners can chime in. I think I deserve the win here because Sunday morning it got to five and a half. I'll I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you if Fuck you want. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, you can have it. It's better than a push. Um, but yeah, Texans offense just really went stagnant after uh halftime. They they put up 21, they were dominating, they just got sloppy. Uh they missed a field goal. They were uh, Stroud had two red zone interceptions, just uncharacteristic plays. Um, one of them in the end zone, just not 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 good looks there. He had a couple of rookie moments, but ultimately the defense bailed him out and and was able to uh, stop any comeback attempts there. Um, and yeah, you know Texans, like you said, big game next week. Yeah, uh, Stroud three picks total, two of them like I said in the red zone, and they were just all like pretty bad you're like what the fuck are you doing yeah. he was yeah. really trying to force stuff at the end and you know maybe he was feeling a little bit like superman after the last few weeks he's had mm-hmm. you know he's a rookie in the nfl that's gonna happen still through for 330 yards this guy's been fucking phenomenal and they won yeah and i'd like to add this we've talked about their basic ass boring ass jerseys their their blue jersey blue pant red helmet combo fucking nice they, okay. they if, if they rocked with that full time i i i i they don't need to go with a whole change. Okay. I like that thing. We'll, we'll send that up to the uh, higher ups over there. Yeah, I'll Next up, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to Santa Clara where the 49ers win 27 to 14. I think the spread was 13 and a half though. So pussies couldn't even cover Brock Purdy. Yeah, sure was. Perfect passer rating. 158.3. Uh, last 49ers quarterback to do it was Joe Montana who did it in like 89 or something. And fun fact, or maybe it was the nineties. Steve Young did it also in the same year for the 49ers. That yeah. is a that is a very fun fact. That's crazy. I might have um, misheard that, but it was something like that. That sounds accurate. Yeah. We'll we'll roll with it. But yeah, the um, you know, pretty dominant performance. Bucks aren't a good team. Um, 
but the Niners once again with with when they're at full strength, they're a different team. They're a different beast. Purdy looked good. Um, he's you know don't want to get too into it. I'm not trying to you know shit on him, but he gets the most uh, yards after catch in the whole league um, because he has studs and he does his job and gets it to him in the right place. So again, not in a way to shit on him. I'm just saying like there's talent around him that gets the shit done. But as we're about to see in this next matchup, some guys can't even do that much. The New York Jets at the Bills, where the Bills won 32-6. to Zach Wilson has officially been moved to third on the depth chart. I don't know if you saw that today. They're going with uh, fuck, Tim Boyle. Boyle. Yeah, Tim Boyle. So despite the talent they have around him, and I hey, I, I love the guy for checking it down to Brees as much as he did, but he just can't do anything. Bills win 32-6 to and save their season right there. Yeah. Um, similarly to what my, what my pops Goldberg said, there shouldn't be, if your last name is Pickett, you shouldn't be a quarterback in the NFL. I kind of think the same goes for Boyle. I, that's a pretty <laughs> rough name too. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, Allen did his thing. He was doing a lot better taking what was given to him. Um, and he didn't make mistakes. The only pick he threw was a uh, Hail Mary at the end of the first half. Um, and aside from that, he was, pretty damn good and on the Jets side I just don't know how you don't decide to bench him till now you wait till after the trade trade deadline you wait till um you know after even a guy like Wentz he got picked up already like why do you wait this long to the point where you can't do anything about it you had so much talent that if you just brought someone else in you could have got the team to buy in now at this point like the Jets defense got so many studs, but they look like they're out there. Like we have to literally be perfect every single play for us to even have a chance. And that's just not realistic. So I don't know that I think Saul is a good coach, but that's the type of decision that gets you on the hot seat. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, the fucking went signing and then the Browns went out and got Joe Flacco. Why couldn't you yeah. go do either of those? Yeah. Flacco played for the Jets. Flacco literally played for the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> so stupid. All right, next up, we got the Seattle Seahawks going to L.A. where the Rams won 17-16. to Seahawks dropped to 6-4, and four and they just proved to the fucking world they are not a legitimate team, can't take them serious. They're probably still going to make the playoffs. I'm going to fade them so fucking hard that opening weekend. Yeah, who bet whoever they play that first round to cover um, maybe exponentially. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fuck with this team. They, you know, they were up most of this game and just pissed it away. And then they miss a kick at the end. Um, yeah, just not, not, not good looks over there. You gotta, you gotta be better. You got so much talent at receiver. Um, Kenneth Walker went down, unfortunately, which is tough for them, but Charbonnet looked good when, yeah. um, as a replacement. So they, they have talent. They got dudes all over the board, but they're just, they feel stuck in this, like the, their ceiling is just not very high. Their floor, their floor is pretty high relative to some of these teams, um, but their ceiling is is not high at all. That's the Geno Smith effect right there. Yeah. It is what it is. Good guy, not a great quarterback. Yeah. Next up, the Minnesota Vikings going to Denver on Sunday night football. Broncos pull off the upset. I can't remember what the spread was, but I don't think anyone thought they were really going to win. They win 21 to 20 in what was actually a pretty fucking good game. Russ looks like he's playing some good football lately. Yeah, Russ, Russ playing solid. He he still 
playing a little bit timid, but he he's not like back completely to his um you know glory days. But he makes some throws here and there where it's like, damn, he it's still in there. Um I was talking to you know our resident Bronco fan, my uncle Manny tonight, and he, you know, I was telling him it feels like Russ doesn't like that he's not in control. Like he's been he once he had those breakout years in Seattle, he was in control. Like he was Mr. Unlimited, fucking weird off the field and weird as shit. And Sean Payton came in and said, nah, we're done with that shit, you know? And it seems like he doesn't know how to adapt to that. But when he just focuses in on the football, he's been playing pretty good. Corlin Sutton's a fucking stud too. Big, big catch um, to get, get them the lead there. And Dobbs had a chance late, but the defense stepped up. Um, both these teams are probably playoff teams. Like, no, Broncos? Nah, boo. Bro, I don't know. No, don't know. they're frisky. These are both frisky teams. Uh, no, fuck you for saying that. <laughs> Raiders over the Broncos, easy. No, no chance. Boo this guy. Boo this man. I don't even want to cover the next game now. You pissed me off. But we'll <laughs> do it. The Philadelphia Eagles fly. Eagles fly. Head into Arrowhead Stadium in a fucking repeat of the Super Bowl same game, different outcome. Eagles come out with the win 21 to 17 over the Chiefs. They moved to 9 and 1 on the year, the best record in the NFL, and the Chiefs fall to 7 and 3. Huge huge second half performance from the Eagles, down 17 to 7 at half, down 10. What do they do? They pitch a fucking shutout in the second half. Go get the win. Hurts finally makes some throws. He struggled early. But he connects with Devontae on back-to-back plays. You know, he he ran for two touchdowns. Um, just a big performance. The defense was in very much in bend but don't break mode all night. They they were trying to contain things. Um, but ultimately, you know, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna apologize for being nine and one. I'm not gonna apologize for a second half shutout. But Mahomes sure did get let down. Yeah, if you didn't watch the game, they were driving a minute, like 45 left. He throws a fucking bomb, just a beautiful ball, 50 yards down the field, hits Marquez Valdez scaling right in the fucking hands in the end zone, and he drops it. And he had the guy beat by a step and a half, two steps. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was, it was such a nice pass. It was, the pass was too good. If he would have had to like dive or if it was fall down a little to go back, he probably catches it. It was just too good. It fucking like no up. way this is hitting me perfectly. Yeah. Uh, but even with that, that would have put him up a field goal. I would have loved to see that because I think that the Eagles offense had kind of turned a corner. They had found something a little bit. I think mm-hmm. they come down and kick a field goal to send it to OT. I do too. I think like early they were trying to run their basic, like their normal – run game which is a lot of up the middle stuff and chris jones was being a fucking monster out there and he was destroying everything and they finally started getting the ball outside and swift looked great swift continues to look like one of the coolest players in the league in that zero like just when he gets shit he's shifty out there he just with the visor just looking swaggy as hell but he they finally started getting stuff going on the outside and getting stuff away from the middle of the field and that's when things started to click a little bit more um so it was good to see that adjustment and good to see the adjustment from the defense you know the chiefs had uh kelsey fumbled um 
near, you know, in the red zone as well. Um, and that was just a good play by the defense. Like that one was, you know, it's hard to put completely on him. The dude literally punched the ball directly out. Um, it was a good play, but yeah, you know, they just, they did better getting after Mahomes. They just couldn't get him down. Like he was scrambling around, uh, making plays with his, uh, legs and picking up, uh, yardage here and there. And it was, very frustrating, but they continued to get him to third downs and make him keep making plays, and and the receivers were letting Mahomes down. Yeah, they uh they did make the big plays when they had to. The Eagles did. No one though can fucking convert a third and fifteen like Patrick Mahomes. The guy is oh. fucking incredible. Like he avoids the rush, like doing somersaults to get out of sacks sometimes, spinning around out there, and then just throws a fucking dart half the time hits them in the hands and they drop it in this game, but goddamn, he's so fucking good. Yeah. He's ridiculous. He makes throws um, like that are literally demoralizing to defenses. Like you have everything contained, you have everything covered well, and he just drops one like over the top of everyone. Perfect spot. And it, he, he does it weekly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It does feel like it, we'll move on from this game so we can cover the rest of them, but it does feel like, there is still something missing. And in my eyes, I think it's the fact that they don't have like an elite receiver. They're not even an elite, elite receiver, like a fucking good receiver. They don't have anyone that's like decent. Yeah. And so it's Travis Kelsey, who's getting a little older, is banged up. It's still, you know, an elite player, but they need someone that can like stretch the field or that can follow him on those third and long plays where he's getting out of the pocket and he needs someone to get open down there. And he's got nobody to fucking throw it to. Yeah, I agree. If they had like a true threat on the outside, oh, it it opened things so much more for Kelsey. Kelsey still does his thing. He's still elite, still one of the best in the league. But like you said, he's older, he's a little banged up. Like it's tough for him to have to do be everything in the receiving game right now, which is what he has to be. He does. It it makes you quite like why didn't they go sign a guy like Hopkins when he was available? Like you know who would be a great fit? Not you don't need a fucking CD Lamb or Tyreek Hill. No, Adam Thielen went yeah. to the Panthers after you know being with the Vikings forever. Why didn't they go get him? He'd be fucking balling out there. Oh yeah, he'd be great. And but I'm glad they didn't fuck the Chiefs. Yeah, me right. too. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. All right, hey, if you are short on time, this is a great place to stop. If you want something to listen to Wednesday, you got to commute. You're driving to go to Thanksgiving somewhere. Stop here, fucking pick it up the next time because we're going to move into next week now. We're going to preview all the games. We normally do this in two different episodes, but we got shit to do as well, and we're not getting paid for this yet. So <laughs> let's jump into this preview. It starts with one of the fucking best days, honestly, in the whole year because you always get three fucking football games. You remember when they, when they moved from two to three games on Thanksgiving? Yeah. yeah. So fucking awesome. I love it. It's just a full day. You don't want to talk to your family. You don't want to be in the kitchen cooking. There's fucking football on. Grab a cold beer in the morning. Keep it going all through the day. We started off with the Green Bay Packers coming off a big win against the Chargers. Going to Detroit in a divisional matchup against the Lions. The Lions are seven and a half point favorites with an over under of 47 and a half. Who you got? I love the Lions so, so much here. Packers just got a big win at home, but they're not a good team. Lions struggled at home with the bears they're going to be fired up playing at home thanksgiving like they always do they're gonna be juiced the fuck up give me the lions i think they win this by two scores easy 
Yeah, I love that. The only thing, only, only, only thing I would be ever concerned about is they're up 14. Packers score some stupid ass backdoor. I wish it was a seven point line, but you're probably not going to get that. It's probably going to go the other way. Smash it anyways. They, they're going to win this game. They, they're going to fucking hammer this. Next up, the Washington Commanders. We got another divisional game. They're going to Dallas against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are 11 point favorites. The over under is 48 and a half. And Kyle, we were talking about this earlier. The Cowboys, I think, was it their last 11 Thanksgiving games? 15 something? They've only covered the spread one time in their last, like, 13, we'll call it, right in the middle. 13 matchups. You're going to look it up for me. But that tells me they're not going to cover. Something about these NFC East matchups, these teams just fucking play each other tough. It's gritty-ass football over there. The Cowboys have been beating the hell out of everybody, but I think on prime time, Ron Rivera will have this commander's team ready to go he knows he's coaching for his job right now give me the commanders to cover the spread 11 points it's one of their last 12 so the last time they covered was in um was in 2018 but yeah i i agree with you i think 11 points is a lot in a game like this where it's a division game it's a standalone game guys still get fired up for that that shit matters um and so like I think you're getting a little bit of extra value with the commanders here based on how shitty they looked against the Giants. But like we talked about, they turned the ball over five times. It's hard to imagine they do that again. If As long as they protect the ball, I think they cover the 11. Yeah, I love that. Love it. Moving on. If you don't know, if you're not a big football fan, if you haven't been following, uh, the Lions and Cowboys play every Thanksgiving. It's a little tradition in the NFL. And it's a fucking lovely one. We used to only have those two games. They added a third a third one. So this week we got Thursday night football. It's the San Francisco 49ers going to Seattle, NFC West matchup. The Niners are six and a half point favorites. The over-under is 43. There is a little bit of talk that Geno might not play. He hurt his shoulder or elbow or some shit in the last game. Sounds like he could be ready to go, but that's a quick turnaround for having a banged up arm as a quarterback. I tell you, a, a defensive line you don't want to see if you're banged up is uh, Chase Young and Nick Bosa. Um, yeah, give me the Niners here all day. Yeah, I think the Niners smash this. I don't think it fucking matters if it's Geno or Drew Locke. Uh, the Niners are going to win this game. The only thing that Seahawks have in their favor is the 12th man. That's dumb shit, but it actually is kind of true in Seattle. They do get after it, and they're going to be pumped up on a primetime Thanksgiving game. The Niners are so much better, though. The other part of is don't the Seahawks always play weird night games? Yeah. They're like those freaking ass being, Seattle and people. And between a 13th man because the refs are on their side in these games, yep, too. Yep. So tread lightly here. Don't don't bet, you know, don't don't go bet a used car on this thing. But, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, I would, I would definitely sprinkle on the Niners. All right, moving on. We got a fucking hype game this week. We don't get these a lot. Friday night football in the NFL. It's actually day. Black Friday, we got the Miami Dolphins going to New York against the Jets on Amazon Prime. Send us some money for the sponsorship. The Dolphins are 10-point favorites over the Jets with an over-under of 40 points. It's a divisional matchup. Jets are playing for their lives, even though they're probably dead at this point. Dolphins are cruising. How do you like it? Man, I love the Dolphins here. I don't I don't see how the Jets could score enough points to keep it close. Tim Boyle. Uh, Tim Boyle. 
We'll say that again. Tim Boyle. Um, yeah, give me the Dolphins all day. Yeah, I'm with you. Dolphins, I'm fucking hammering them here. The Jets aren't going to be able to score more than one touchdown. No. Yeah, moving on. And I know you talk about these, like when you do the applied score thing, this uh, this would be a, an applied 25 to or implied, I mean, 25 to 15. Mm-hmm. Jets aren't scoring 15 points. No, there's no chance. So. No. How could they? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a fucking kick to the house or something fluky like that. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Give us the Dolphins right there. I love that. I'm putting that in the parlay. I got to work that up right now. Moving on. We got a fucking nasty one, a real sick one for you little freaks out there. We got the New England Patriots going to New York against the Giants. The Patriots are three and a half point favorites, which is already disgusting as it is. The over under is 33 and a half points. We talked about this last week with the Browns Steelers. The over under was 33. It was the lowest it had been in 10 years. This is right there with it. Points are going to be hard to come by. And I don't even think they're going to get to 33. I don't see any way they do. I, I I'm probably going to bet this under and, but I would, I would not ever bet on either of these teams um, as good as, you know, DeVito looked a little better. You're still facing Bill Belichick um, who is always good against rookie quarterbacks. And he's going to be good against this undrafted rookie quarterback. Uh, the other part is, is Belichick such a good coach that he will tank and know like, find a way to just make sure they lose this game. I don't trust anything. I, I don't trust this thing as far as I could see it. Can we get a quick weather check? Is there going to be snow on the ground? Can you pull that up for us real quick? Yeah, Put you on the spot here right here. Let's start a timer. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ooh. NFLweather.com is pulled up, and we are looking at – Oh shit, not bad. I'm telling you right now. Uh windy with a slight chance of rain showers. 44. Yeah, it's no no snow. Okay, but hey, it's the wind that'll get you. This game sucks. God, I don't even want to talk about this game anymore. Moving on. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a loss against the Browns, going to Cincinnati, where the Bengals are playing without Joe Burrow. Like we said, he's out for the year. Do you remember the backup's name? Uh Browning. Browning, out of boy for Washington, Jake, huh? Jake Browning, yep. I think Washington. he is okay. I remember him in college. He was decent, and he actually looked decent filling in on Thursday night football. So maybe they have something there. Maybe they can stay competitive. The Steelers are one point favorites on the road. The over under is thirty four and a half. That's about as low as it gets as well. Holy shit! What the fuck do you do with this game? I, I think I like the Bengals. Me too. I, I, I feel like. You, you're at home. It's your first game, like with the backup. You, there, you know, it happened on Thursday night, so you got an extra few days to to prepare. And like you said, he didn't look that bad. And I think Zach Taylor's a pretty damn good coach. I think he's going to scheme th- some things up. You're going to get Mixon and Chase involved a lot. You got Boyd Higgins is maybe back, probably. I would like to see if Higgins is back. If he's back, I'm fucking slamming it. If he's back, I'm hammering the Bengals. If he's not, I still think I like the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a weird one. Fuck the Steelers. They suck. Can he pick it really quick? He's the worst quarterback in the NFL, maybe. He's so bad. Last week, I think I saw this right. It was like five or six times. It wasn't more than six that he threw the ball past the sticks, like the first down marker. 
Every other yeah. throw he had was it was all basically all screen passes to Warren and Najee. It was gross, dude. It was, it was fucking terrible. He he's the reason receivers become divas. Like Deontay Johnson and George Pickens are gonna be divas. Like oh, there was already a report that Deontay Johnson was fighting with a coach and someone had to lift him up, they said, and carry him away. That's Next tough. up, hey, this might be the fucking game of the day. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars going to Houston. The Jags are one and a half point favorites on the road. The over under is a massive 48 and a half. I can't fucking wait for this one. My little thingy is moving a little just thinking about it. This is the trust your nuts game of the week yeah, straight yeah. up because we are Texans pod. Like we talked about, we bet them to win the division. So, of course, we we think and want the Texans to win this thing. So you, we can't give you any good advice. I think the Jags win. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I got That's the Jags crazy. here. I fucking hate myself for it. Jags are going to win this game. They figured something out. Trevor Lawrence was playing scared before. He started running the ball. He got some confidence back last week. I'm telling you, this Jags team has turned a corner. They're different. Is this another so is this another trust your nuts bet too? I think I I mean this could be our beer bet if you want. Let's let's double it up. It's trust your nuts and beer bet right here. Bottle of tequila. <laughs> uh straight up money line. Yeah. All right. Woo, doggy. Who's a better quarterback? Who would you take right now? Trevor Lawrence or CJ Stroud? Right now? CJ yeah. Stroud. Yeah. I probably would too, but damn. That's tough to say after like eight games, but yeah. he's fucking good. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to Indianapolis. The Colts are two and a half point favorites. The over under is 43 and a half in a game that they're calling the who gives a fuck bowl. <laughs> this is <laughs> who gives a fuck bowl for sure. It, but give me the Colts at home coming off a bye. I think the Bucks aren't any good. They're just not a good team. Um, Colts, still think they got shit to play for, which they do because they're sitting at five and five and you get a win here. You're above 500. Um, but yeah, give me the Colts here for sure. But uh, not a game I'm excited for by any means. It's a game that doesn't matter, but I actually think it'll be fun. Yeah. It, you got two quarterbacks. who don't give a shit. Like they're going to throw the ball. They're going to mm-hmm. get after it and they're going to throw some picks. There's definitely going to be a pick six in this game. Uh, yeah. It'll be fun. At least it'll be all over red zone. Some crazy shit will be happening. That'd be over. Yeah, I like that. I love that, actually. All right, next up, we got the rookie Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers going to Tennessee, where the Titans are three-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 37. I don't even know what the hell to do with this game. Yeah, both these teams stink. Um, I like the Panthers. I think I like the Panthers, too. They're playing playing kind of gritty, you know? Yeah, and um, they – they've done bad enough and like we talked about before their picks not theirs they're not going into any game being like well it's not the worst if we lose hell no you don't want to lose these games at all because it's not your pick anyway so yeah give me give me the panthers here too all right love it next up we got the new orleans saints going to atlanta this is actually a fucking big game for the nfc south the saints are one point favorites on the road, the over-under is 42 points, which is maybe the highest over-under of any NFC South game this year. I don't know what to do here. Is Bajan going to get 20 carries? If he is, give me the Falcons. If they're going to pull that bullshit that they pulled the first half of the year, give me the Saints. So the Falcons are going back to Desmond Ritter. So if you have two starting quarterbacks, you don't have one, right? 
Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't like either of these teams. I'm This is a stay-away game. I'm not betting on this thing. I don't want to have any investment in this other than hoping that Bajan Robinson touches the ball fucking 30 times because I have him in fantasy and he's a stud. <laughs> if I was going to bet it, I would bet the under because 42 just – I mean, that seems way too high for me. Maybe they're I, just thinking like, you know, Bajan will break one and they got athletes on both sides uh, on offense. But ooh, this game is nasty. I don't like yeah, it. Two two incompetent coaches and two check down quarterbacks. I don't know what is this a uh, is this a safe space? Yeah. All right. Don't tell anyone. But when they announced Ritter as the starter, I went on in our home fantasy league, our big one, and I was like, ah, I might I might pick him up just in case. And I went and looked at all of his last games. I was like, oh fuck no, he's been so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I really thought about it for a second. You're like, just in case. <laughs> yeah. All right, next up, we got the Cleveland Browns coming off a big win against the Steelers, going to Denver, who are riding high as well. The Broncos are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 35-and-a-half. Can we just take a break for a second? What is up with these over-unders? These are That's, insane. It's gross. It's gross. I can't wait. We next we got to set a reminder for next season week one bet every over because they're gonna be they're gonna be instructed to throw flags something like they're gonna be like we need fucking more points because last year was a shit show, um, but yeah give me give me the Broncos here I think they're they've turned a corner I just called them a potential playoff team and you did not like that but. I think the Browns had their moment DTR had a big you know led that last drive, I don't think he's ready to be a very good NFL quarterback yet. And the Broncos are playing really well. Um, yeah, they, I don't know. I th- I think the Broncos handle this and I, I love a two and a half line. Cause that's just basically win, you know? Yeah. If you don't know who DTR is, that's Dorian Thompson Robinson, who's a rookie quarterback for the Browns, led him to that win over the Steelers. Like you said, he played, played big when he had to, he, he didn't have a very good game, but uh, had a big moment, got him the dub, was crying on the sidelines, got his first win as a starting quarterback. But then they signed Joe Flacco after. So yeah. he's not going to be ready this week, I'm sure, right? Yeah, they signed him to practice squad. I'm not even sure. Like, if the Browns win this game, I bet they just keep rolling with him. Yeah. It, it's going to be – Flacco's not just going to get it. It's going to take uh, DTR to struggle, I think. Well, the Flacco might as well pack his bags and go home because the Browns are winning this game. Broncos suck, dude. This defense is nasty. They're seven and three because Miles Garrett is a fucking man among boys. If the defense gets after it, the Browns are winning this game. And can we can we swap? Can we make this the beer bet? Because so shot of tequila on the other game. Here's our beer bet right here. Browns over Broncos. Suck my ass. I like that. That that's how it'll be going forward. Is if uh, if we disagree on the trust your nuts game, then we uh, that's a shot. Yeah, it's just we're trusting our nuts. Exactly. It's yeah. not, yeah. But then when when there's one, we because you're just wrong there. This this one's personal. Yeah. Next up, we got the LA Rams going to Phoenix, Arizona, where the Rams are one point favorites over the Cardinals. The over-under is 44 and a half. Rams coming off a big win against the Seahawks, but Cardinals have been playing some good fucking football ever since Kyler got back. Cardinals have been playing really frisky, but I like the Rams a lot here because Cardinals still want to continue losing, um, I believe. And the Rams, with that big win over the Seahawks, got to be thinking, 
you know, why, why not? Why not go win some games right now? Uh, I would say because they're four and six and they're fucking washed. No, they are washed, but that was a big. That, that, it was, was a huge was win. A, it was a massive win. Do we know if is Cooper Cup playing? I don't think it matters. Really? I see. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we're doing this all day because I'm on the Cardinals big time. <laughs> you, big time. You really like the Cardinals, dude? They're at home. Kyler Murray is a legitimate like MVP caliber quarterback in my eyes. Like he's fucking good at football and he's been showing it the last two weeks. He's only going to get better. I get your point that they don't really want to win, but you can't tell the players in the NFL that you don't want to win games. Like they don't give a shit and they're all playing for their fucking lives. Like a lot of these guys don't have contracts that are guaranteed past this year. Like they have to put good shit on tape. They can't just go out there and throw games for the fucking owners. They don't give a fuck about those guys. No, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's about the players so much as what the way they fucking coach the games and stuff in the second okay. half. Yeah, I feel and, that. And just like their Kyler continues to ball out. The way Kyler's playing, they'd be dumb to like be like, no, we have to get a quarterback because mm-hmm. they signed him to a contract. The money's going to be fucked up trading him. He's good. He's very good. If you add more pieces around him, who who knows? Like he's he's a really good quarterback. So I think I just don't think they're I don't think Gannon's a good coach. And I, I think McVay's a McVay will coach circles around Jonathan Gannon. You're emotional because you're an Eagles fan and Jonathan Gannon lost on the Super Bowl. That's true, but <laughs> here's here's my on. only argument, and we won't spend too much time because this is a fucking middle of the pack NFC West who gives a shit game. The Cardinals, like you're talking about, Kyler Murray is a legit quarterback, and I don't think that they're going to move on from him and try and get a top quarterback. So if that's the case, like you just said, then the draft pick doesn't matter as much. Like you still want the highest draft pick possible, but it's not you have to get Caleb Williams. You know what I mean? It's, hey, we're going to take the best guy that's available and build a roster that way, and you're still going to get a fucking elite player if you win five games. This is because no, you have them under the two wins on the year. I have them under three wins. I do. What are they at? What's their record? They're at two. They're two and nine. <laughs> they right. can't win again. It. They can't win again. It. They're winning this week. So I'm sorry. No, they're not. Love they're you. Next up, we got the Kansas City Chiefs coming off a loss to the Eagles, going against the Raiders of Las Vegas. The Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites on the road. This is absolutely disrespectful to Antonio Pierce and fucking Raider fans across America. The over-under <laughs> is 44. That seems about right. This is fucked up, man. The, the Raiders will hang in this game. They're going to play this Chiefs team so tough. They're going to be at home. They're going to be fucking pumped up. I would pay any amount of money. I will give up one of my two kids to be in the locker room and hear Antonio Pierce before this game. This guy is going to be wearing his fucking Raiders hoodie, bumping some Tupac. He's going to be fucking ready to go. Raiders are going to cover. I don't know if they'll win, but they're going to cover this nine and a half. I hate to break this to you. If oh. Valdez Cantling catches that ball and the Chiefs win they and they stop the Eagles on the, the next drive, the Raiders probably cover this. Chiefs are going to be fucking pissed. That's they're going to come out firing. And I think the Raiders played a very good game against the Dolphins. Um but two is two is not Patrick Mahomes. I think um I think the I think the Chiefs cover this. I'm sorry. I will give you this. I could see Chiefs up by 14 
and a late AOC touchdown to Devontae Adams, and they cover they backdoor cover. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see that, but I do think the Chiefs cover. I'm sorry. Uh, I disagree. Respectfully, I disagree. I think the Raiders will cover. I think it'll be a close game. I think it's gonna be one of those just fuck. It's gonna be a grimy ass weekend, man. It, it's just uh this this fucking slate of games kind of sucks, honestly. <laughs> and it does. It, I think there's gonna be a lot of close games. So I think there's gonna be a lot of shitty football, and it's gonna result in some close down to the wire games. Raiders are gonna get it done. And I will say that last game against the Dolphins, you know, the two wins against these shitty New York teams didn't really mean anything. When you went out and played a top tier team like the Dolphins and only lost by seven, I know you still fucking lost. Don't come at me for that. They're proving that they are a decent team, at least, and they can hang with very good teams. Antonio Pierce is proving that he can hang. It's not too big for him. This is another big tryout for him. I think if he can cover here, if they can keep it close, he's going to be looking at the next full-time head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I like that. And like you said, they – they're showing that they can hang. They have talent, and he's getting them to play hard. Yeah. Which is a All big right. key. Next up, we got the Buffalo Bills going to Philly against your Eagles, coming off a huge win. The best team, hands down, in the NFL. I don't think anyone can say shit about that at this point. The Eagles are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home with an over-under of 47-and-a-half. I don't know about you. I think that three-and-a-half is a fucking joke. I really, really like the Eagles here because – the way they played Mahomes tonight with the like Ben don't break style, that is a detriment to Josh Allen. He struggles taking that. Like he wants to force things. And if they make him go dink and dunk down the field, he doesn't want to do that. And and I think the pass rush will be able to get after him. He's he'll he'll get uh bet his rushing yards. He's gonna be running the ball today like Mahomes did. Um, or he'll be running the ball next week like Mahomes did. But I think I I just I really like the Eagles here. I feel confident about them um, going forward because I think the Bills maybe part of the reason it's only three and a half is the way they looked against the Jets. But like we talked about, that's the Jets and the defense realizing like we got to be perfect. We're not perfect today. Like what the fuck are we doing? You know? Yeah, I was wondering if maybe it was because you know the Eagles coming off a huge win on Monday night, like they're riding a little too high, you know, maybe they get caught up, but no, they're going to be at home and they're a fucking professional football team. Like these guys win. That's just what they do. And mm-hmm. they've done it for the last two years now at a fucking high rate. They're not going to let this bills team come into town and win. I, I wish it was three or two and a half. So I think I'm going to bet a money line. I was looking for a third leg that I absolutely loved for my parlay, which we'll get to. This is it. Eagles are winning this game. Easy. Love that. Next up, we got Sunday night football. It's a decent one. We got the Baltimore Ravens going to L.A. against the Chargers. The Ravens are four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. The over-under is 47 points, and this could be it right here. I mean, honestly, they're four-and-six right now. If Brandon Staley can't get these Chargers to show up and get a win right here, that could be the end of the line for him. I think so, too, and I I sincerely hope it is. I they're not love the Ravens. No, I love the Ravens here to cover for sure too. And I just think honestly, I hope they get I hope the Chargers get embarrassed to a point where it's like you have to fire Brandon Staley. Yeah, and they just might like you've talked about their defense, you know, lacking a lot. 
they can still get after the quarterback a lot, but if you get after Lamar and get him out in space, he's going to fucking run all over you. The only hangup, which I don't know if we covered this yet either, but Mark Andrews is out for the year for the Ravens mm-hmm. uh, with that ankle injury, which I think I saw a report today that they're actually talking like he could make a return for the playoffs. Doesn't matter this week. The Ravens at the Chargers. Does that affect your thought at all that Lamar doesn't really have a guy he trusts to throw it to? Like we've talked about these these receivers time and time again. They drop passes all the time. OBJ is not what he used to. These young guys just cannot really be trusted. Who does he go to when he really fucking needs a, a, a man right there to get him a first down? Or does it even matter? They just dominate. I think this week it doesn't matter because the defense has been so bad for the Chargers. Um, but the way OBJ's looked these last two weeks, I think he can handle that role a little bit to be that reliable guy to catch. Like some of the routes he's looked best on are his, like just his slants. Like he just gets up the field, makes a slant. He still looks fast enough there um, and makes a play. I think, I think he can handle those. I expect them to get Zay Flowers involved a lot. Um, so I don't know. I, I I don't think it matters this week. It definitely matters in the in the push like for the one seed whatever they're competing for it's going to matter at some point no doubt um but that being said i think in this specific matchup it's not too much of a problem yeah i feel that i might have to add them on i might do a little four layer this week mm-hmm. all right next up we got monday night football the chicago bears going to minnesota that's the twin cities where the Vikings are three and a half point favorites with an over under of 45 points. We got Justin Fields coming back playing for his career in Chicago against Josh, the free elf Dobby, who has turned this fucking Vikings town upside down is playing the best ball of his life. What do you do here? Man, I, you know, back to back primetime games for the Vikings. Um, Bears been playing better defense looking better, but I do think this is a spot where the Vikings really come out and handle business. The The Bears got to be feeling pretty demoralized after blowing that lead like that. Um, and then you follow it up with another road game against a division rival. And I just, I don't know, give me give me the Vikings here. It, similar with that Eagles line, I wish it was three or two and a half instead. Maybe buy it down just to be safe, but... Honestly, that I I think I think that three and a half is is fine too. I just I think the team's going to be pretty checked out on on Eberflus and the in the in the coaching staff. I kind of like the Bears. I think Justin Fields has a lot to play for still. I think that he probably has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because there's been a lot of talk from mostly like the media, but I think a lot of that comes from internal in the organization where they're talking about the Bears moving on to get a franchise quarterback. And I think that he is out to prove that he is that fucking guy. And I think he is, you said, you know, you think he is, he's a legitimate star. I think he has a huge game on Monday night. And I think this game is just gonna be super fucking fun to watch. Yeah. I think, I think it will be too. I do. Yeah. I I agree with you. I think, you know, he is, he's just a good quarterback. That's, I think he's a solid quarterback going forward and and probably their best option. Like you said, he's got a lot to play for. But ultimately, I do think that – I just think – I don't know. I don't think um, Iberflus is good at all. And I think – I don't either. Kevin, Kevin O'Connell is a legitimate coach. He is. He and, is legit. And I think them coming off – that was a really tough loss uh, Sunday night. 
you know, giving up that touchdown late. They were very much in that game, had an opportunity to win that game. They're not going to want to let this opportunity slip and and let playoff hopes slip. I feel that. I feel that. We'll see how that one plays out. I got the Bears on it, but I'm not going to fucking bet on it unless I lose all my other bets. Then I need a, a tilt Monday night bet something just to fucking you got a pace. Just so I can feel again, you know. All right, should we do a little parlay? You got anything you've been working on? I think so. So I I got one. I got one for uh the the Sunday and Monday after and the Monday games here. My my little piece right here. So give me in the in the morning games. Give me that over we talked about the Bucks Colts over that forty three and a half. I feel like that turns into a shootout. Um, and like we talked about, I think both those quarterbacks make some turnover worthy plays. Whether you know whether they're throwing a pick six or getting uh you know throwing a pick deep in their own territory, I think I think that gets to that forty four pretty easily. There, give me the Ravens Sunday night minus the four and a half. Like we talked about, I think Brandon Staley's a dead man walking in regards to his his uh employment in Los Angeles, and I think the Ravens come out and handle business, especially um with the opportunity to you know, potentially go get that one seed with the Chiefs loss tonight. Then give me the Vikings minus three and a half next Monday. I just think they're that much better than the Bears. And I think O'Connell's that much better of a coach than Eberflus. Um, nothing against, you know, Fields. I think he'll keep things interesting, but that feels like it should be closer to a, you know, six point line than three and a half. So I like the value there. Yeah, I love it. Got them all over the place. I'm going to go I only had one for uh, it was like Friday through Sunday. Hand up, I kind of forgot about Thanksgiving, and I'm not about to fucking sit there and not have bets on the fucking Thanksgiving games. I just have to hang out with my family and shit without <laughs> some, some fucking gambling. So my Sunday one starts with Friday, actually the Black Friday game. I got the Dolphins minus ten over the Jets. I think they handle business easy. The Jets are a terrible team. Starting Tim Boyle at quarterback. Then I got the under 33 and a half Patriots at Giants. It's kind of scary to bet an under that low. You don't even see unders that low very often, but I just don't see how either of these teams are, are going to score enough points to get there. Then give me the Eagles money line, win the game against the Bills. They're at home. They're the best team in the NFL. Basically, they just have to win the game. That's easy money. Then I got the Ravens going on the road to LA, money line against the Chargers, put all four together. It's plus seven fifteen. Twenty dollars pays one sixty-three. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't say the the numbers on mine. So plus six twenty-eight was mine. Twenty on that pays one forty-five. So I love both of ours. And then my Thursday one that I'm riding with might have been exactly what you just said. I wasn't really paying attention because I was trying to figure out my bets. I got the Lions to cover the seven and a half. The commanders to cover the 11 because history, you know, that's just fucking, that is what it is. What did what you say? It was the last 14 games, 12. They're, they've covered one of the last 12. I mean, that's all you need to know right there. Mm-hmm. And then the 49ers minus six and a half against the Seahawks. It might sound like a lot of points when you have these three points, one and a half points. It's just a touchdown. It's the one score. The Niners are a much better team than the Seattle Seahawks. I don't care where they're playing the game at. They could play it on fucking Mars for all I care. They're going to win by a touchdown. That one is plus 605. $20 pay, 
pays 140. So let's make like 300 bucks over the weekend. No big deal. I love that. And I'd like to drop uh, the first ever patent pending here. Turkey Day teaser. Okay. Gobble, 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 gobble. So I'm playing it really safe because I don't want to be an asshole at family dinner. I don't want to be stressing over these spreads. So I'm playing it safe, buying myself six points on each of these. Let me tell you what. You give me you get you get the lions, you get them with the six points down to minus one and a half. Just win the game, baby. Just win the game. Okay. You get the the Niners down to minus 0.5. Just win the game. Once again, win by a point. We're good. Give me the Cowboys down to minus five. Cause like we talked about, definitely see the commanders keep it interesting. But the Cowboys gonna win by a touchdown at least. That minus five is beautiful too, because if it happens to get to overtime, Cowboys score a touchdown. We're in, okay? Those three, with those points, is still plus 160. It's safe. It's sound. I tell you what, I might put a little Benjamin Franklin on that thing. One hundo pays me 260. Uncle Benny likes to see that on Thanksgiving. You feel so safe. You feel so safe and secure. I just love it. Well, it's like a big warm hug on Thanksgiving. Yeah, with a and belly I tell you full what, of turkey. Exactly. When that thing hits comfortably, then you turn that that profit. You use that for Sunday, baby. Oh, that's beautiful, man. That's business, boys. Did you go to college? I sure did. Damn, love that. Hey, before we go, that wraps up the NFL. Uh, if you haven't watched a fucking play of college football this year, that's okay. Tune in this week because this is where all the big rivalry games happen. Next week is the conference championships, and then they announce the four-team college playoffs. So only four teams make the playoffs and have a chance to win the national championship. This week is going to go a long fucking way to decide that. And there's just massive games across the board. Real quick, we got number six, Oregon, against number 11, Oregon State. Huge game. Like I said, the top four theoretically make the playoffs. We got number two, Ohio State. At number three, Michigan, we got Texas A&M versus LSU is a big one. LSU is number 15 in the country. We got number eight, Alabama against Auburn, who's not very good this year, but it's the Iron Bowl, one of the biggest rivalries in all of college football. Auburn could win this game, no doubt. Alabama's 14.5 point favorites, but that doesn't really mean shit in these games. We got Washington State going against at Washington, who's number five in the country, undefeated, looking to win the Pac-12. They're 16 and a half point favorites. They could fucking lose this game. We got Florida State, number four in the country, 11 and 0. They're six and a half point favorites over Florida, who's five and six. That tells you how fucking good this rivalry is. Florida's five and six. Florida State's 11 and 0. And Florida State is only six and a half point favorites. So That's we crazy. could, you know, we could have upsets all over the place. That's what you hope for in college football this time of year. And then we get the conference championships next year or next week to figure out who's going to be in the playoff. But I think some shit's going to pop off this weekend. It should be fun. It's going to go a long way to sort out who's going to be playing for that uh, fucking championship. Exactly. It's super exciting. Um, you know, like I'm not a big college football fan by any means. I'll check in on the big games. Um, but this time of year is the time to really dial in because right now, realistically, there's eight teams that all have a very good chance at the one of those four spots, mm -hmm. which tells you that these next two weeks are going to sort out a lot of that shit because uh, the committee is going to have some decisions to make. If there's, there's certain ways things could play out that are going to 
make make uh oh. the committee very stressed. People are gonna be fucking mad no matter what. It's gonna be great. Can't wait for it. That covers all the sports. Uh, maybe next week we'll get into some basketball. Uh, things are heating up with the in season tournament. Kings are two and zero last time I checked, so looking fucking good there. Hey, Lakers are three and zero. Ah, you dog. Okay. Hey, hey, meet you in Vegas. Hey, okay, maybe. Anything else we want to cover? I will let you take a little victory lap here. You sent me this link. Old Snoop. He fucking had me by the balls, but you were fucking right on it. He's just Most selling fire pits. Thing. Most predictable thing in the world. Snoop Snoop Dogg, like we touched on last last time, he did not give up smoking. He just gave up smoke. He's he's advertising for a fireless fi- uh or smoke smokeless <laughs> fire pit. There we go. Smokeless. Could you imagine fire pit. a fireless smoke pit? That'd be crazy. <laughs> uh, but honestly. Maybe it's just the ad. That thing looks sick as fuck. I kind of want I've one. I've got one. I have a little tiny one. It fucking, I use it on my patio. Uh, yeah, Lucy has one of the big ones. They're fucking nice. They're sick. Damn. Good for him. That, hey, it's a, I it's a good fire pit, man. I can only imagine how much they paid him for that, too. You know what? And here's a, here's a free one for him. Me and Snoop Dogg endorse them. So go out and buy one. That's true. That's priceless right there. Whatever you like to do, however you want to build your fire, However you want to smoke your doobies, smoke or no smoke, come on over. We'd love to have you. And we'll see you at the water cooler. Happy Thanksgiving and cheers. steady if you want to live it place it in your mind everything could change in just one night there we go again talking real heavy listen up world i think i'm talking pretty steady if you want to live it place it in your mind everything could change in just one night